0: What's happening to our world today? Why are we facing so many dramatic changes in our lives in such a short period of time? It must be that the times and the events the Book of Heaven has been talking to us about are here. Hello, my name is Maudie Church, and welcome again to my camp mmm this fire feels so good on a cold morning I decided to pitch my camp on this very special place you see years ago our native ancestors used to camp on this very spot in fact today you can find many artifacts and arrowheads right along these very river banks. also today it continues to be a nesting place of the great bald eagle Here you may see in one minute more eagles than most people would ever see in a lifetime. The return of the eagles each year to this place is an unmistakable sign that winter is coming. Likewise the return of our Lord Jesus Christ to this earth will be preceded by certain events as predicted in the book of heaven. You Remember the last time that we were together we talked about the second coming of Jesus we talked about why he will come and how he will come and when he will come today we'd like to take a little time to discuss the specific events that are going to happen just prior to the return of our Lord thinking people are beginning to realize that the way things are going in our world makes the future look quite frightening experts predict that unless something happens to change the current trend of population growth a generation from now nine out of ten people will go to bed hungry. How could this be you may ask. But think about it, the population explosion on this planet is what continues to destroy our environment. It raises the crime rate, the spreading of epidemics such as AIDS and other diseases. Coupled with this The global increase of natural disasters such as earthquakes and floods and hurricanes and fires make the most skeptical minds wonder that maybe something stupendous is about to happen to this old world. Today, it seems like our world is crying out for deliverance. But why are these things happening now more than ever before? Does anyone know? The good news is that there is a definite answer. And it's found right here in the Book of Heaven. Matthew tells us that these are signs of the coming and the nearness of Christ's return. Though this world is falling apart as a result of man's selfishness and greed, the Book of Heaven tells us that the Lord Jesus is coming back to this earth to deliver those who have accepted the treaty of peace. It also tells us here that after he comes he's going to restore this earth back to the way he originally intended it to be the Bible says a new heaven and a new earth are awaiting those who are faithful Jesus disciples came to him one day and asked him tell us when shall these things happen and what will be the signs of your coming in the end of the world Jesus replied but of that day and hour no man knows not even the angels of heaven but my father only though Jesus doesn't tell us exactly when he's going to come he tells us to look for certain signs that are going to happen just before his return first of all The Bible says we are to look for signs in the technological world. The great spirit spoke long ago to his servant Daniel. He talked about the time of the end and what would happen just before Jesus comes back. In these predictions we read, At the time of the end many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased. It's amazing what's happened in just these last few years. It seems like our world has shrunk. Since I do a lot of traveling, oftentimes I'll eat breakfast at home in the morning in Oregon and have supper the same day in Washington, D.C. I remember, and it doesn't seem like too long ago, that I went to town with my grandfather by horse and buggy. I remember when electricity first came to our reservation. What a dramatic change it made on our lives. And now, just a few years later, It's amazing that right from this remote campsite I can take my computer and I can take and type and fax a message to anywhere in the world through my cellular phone. I can dial and talk to anywhere, whether it be Russia, United States, or South America. Really anywhere. And yet I still remember just a few years back when the farm work was done with the help of horses. Jesus said that we would see this increase in knowledge and technology just before his return. Some of our ancestors have gone from the horse and buggy days to actually seeing manned spacecraft land on the moon. Truly knowledge has increased and people are running to and fro. The book of heaven tells us that just before Jesus comes there's going to be tremendous changes in the physical world I remember my father used to tell me you know in the olden days the wind never blew as hard as it does today as we look about us we're even seeing changes in nature like we've never seen it before it seems like you can't depend on nature anymore it doesn't do what it was originally intended for man and when I was young things were much different it seems like uh, nature is all out of kilter Uh, when I was young we never heard about these great floods and hurricanes and uh, earthquakes fires forest fires and I think It's because of sin. Such things are expanding and it's getting worse. Jesus said that just before He comes again, we would see the ways of nature altering its very courses. There will be signs in the sun and the moon and the stars and earthquakes in different places, He said. I'm sure some of you have seen or experienced some of these things yourself or at least seen it on television. Unfortunately some of these events have become commonplace in the news today. Think of it. The records show that destructive earthquakes have increased over 1000 to 1 in just the last 50 years. Do you know why this is? It's because sin and its results are taking their toll on Mother Earth. These are the signs predicted in the Book of Heaven coming of our friend Jesus is very close, even at the door. Yet God in His love and mercy still shines through the beauty of nature, giving our minds an opportunity to discover His righteous ways. We can still see His purity in such pristine places as these. The gentle and refreshing touch of a waterfall as it finds its way to the river, reminds us of God's great love that continues to flow from heaven to earth. The majestic presence of the mountains talk to us about His enduring strength. The small creatures of our land reveal His gentle, tender love to every man and woman and child. The Book of Heaven outlines that there's going to be a tremendous change in the social world. It's amazing the difference between the power of love exhibited by Jesus on the cross for each one of us and the love for power that evil men and women have exhibited toward each other. The Great Spirit knows that never before has the wickedness of people's hearts been so terrible as it would be in the last days. He warns us, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man, when all imaginings of the thoughts of men's hearts are continually evil. Crime is at an all-time high. In most major cities today, you take your life into your own hands should you decide to go for a walk after dark. Prostitution has become a plague. Pornographic material can now be found in the smallest towns across the country. God's wonderful gift of procreation has been terribly defiled by man. Television has become so sexually explicit, it's insulting and embarrassing for a family to sit down for a relaxing evening to watch something together on TV. Many families are finding that the majority of television viewing is just not worth looking at anymore. Because of the selfishness of people today, it's rare to find a happy marriage or a secure home. Statistics tell us that there are more divorces than there are marriages today. It's heart to see the broken lives of children of divorce. The scripture tells us that we would see these things happening just before Jesus comes. It goes on to explain that the hearts of many will grow cold
1: Well, I found in my life that loneliness was a, a real part of my life. <clears throat> I always went back to the, you know, the Bible stories and and uh, those things never, were always a part of my life and I could never forget them. The Bible principles are always in the back of your mind. Okay, I grew up in a non-Christian home. What that was like, I guess I could explain that a little. Most of the time it was pretty good, but there were times when there was a lot of drinking going on and partying and stuff like that. Uh, Those parts I don't like to dwell on too heavily, but I definitely was not brought up in a Christian home. It was uh, just not there. I drifted away from some of the things I learned, some of the things that went against my principles, but I found myself to be so lonely. And I drifted into the world, worldly things, and alcohol and all those things, parties, and you name it, drugs. Those were all a part of me for a while. I wasn't really happy with the way things were going, you know, in the outside world. There's just no concrete happiness there. And uh, always in the back of my mind that the Bible truths and the Bible ways are the only way to live. So when I got married for the third time with my present wife, Winnie, we decided to go back to church and become Christians, and so that's what we did. And we're striving to do that today. You no, know, it doesn't take all the problems away, but when you become a Christian, you, you can ask for help. And I think that's the difference, is asking for the help that's available. When you become a, a part of a Christian family, it's just something that you treasure. We all need the Bible. We all need God. Because that's the only other way out of this mess we're in here on this earth. There's uh, a conflict between good and evil going on, and we need to read the Bible, we need to know what's in there. If I saw a lonely person, I could I'd like to tell them that Jesus loves them. can help.
0: The Book of Heaven also explains that as we come close to the end of time that there will be definite changes in the religious world. Never before have we seen so much confusion in the religious world. And that's exactly what the Bible says we would see just before Jesus comes again. The Bible uses the term Babylon which simply means confusion when it talks about the religious world in the last days. It simply means that it will be more and more difficult to find religious beliefs that follow the clear Bible teachings of right and wrong. The powers of darkness are doing all they can to confuse and make mockery of the pure, simple Christian lifestyle. Because of man's insistent, selfish desire to do only what he wants to do, the hearts of many are growing colder and colder to spiritual things. The desire for pleasure more than the love for God. Is leading men and women into a path of destruction. As we approach the coming of Jesus, even those who claim to be spiritual leaders in our land, we are told would become corrupt. The Book of Heaven tells us that false spiritual leaders will be used by evil powers to deceive, if possible, even the very elect or those who are sincerely trying to do what is right. If there's ever a time that we need to stay close to our great creator guide, that time is now. We must always remember that the only way that we can do what is right is through the power of the great spirit. Otherwise, we will become what the book of heaven calls lukewarm people. In other words, we may look hot outside, doing good things, going to church, and appearing very religious, but yet be faking it and in reality be very cold inside the time has come that we must get real the times come when we must sincerely ask ourselves is there a growing desire in my heart to know God better every day? is there a growing desire to tell my friends my children other people about Jesus and his soon return am I listening to the work of the Holy Spirit upon my heart It's one thing to know about God. It's another thing to do actually what he says. Jesus says, if you love me, you'll want to keep my commandments. And you'll want to do what is right. Peaceful sight, isn't it? Now let's talk about the last events. That are to happen just before Jesus comes again. Careful study points out that there are 1,018 verses that point towards actual events that are to happen just before Jesus comes again. Most all of these predictions are in the category of world technology, physical, social, and religious changes, and in the calamities which we have just discussed it is a stunning fact that all but eight of these 1,018 predictions have already come to pass in these last few years the fulfillment of these predictions have been rapid and at times very subtle. The last eight events that are to come to pass center around one major event and that is that the gospel of Jesus Christ that treaty of peace that he signed with his own blood is to be proclaimed all around the world to every tribe, tongue and nation. Then the Bible says the end will come. The thrilling thing is that today these things are actually happening. Though not every person around the world has yet been reached with the good news of Jesus' love for all men, the invitation to accept the free salvation from death and sin offered to the cross of Calvary has now entered into 348 of the 361 countries of the world. Incredible advances are presently being made in major countries like Russia and Red China, where in the past Christianity was strictly forbidden. Also, the Americas, Africa, and the Philippines are experiencing growth explosions such as never seen in recent history. All these changes confirmed what Jesus predicted. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into the whole world and then shall the end come. These wonderful events are bringing us closer and closer to his soon return. But to me, The most exciting thing that's happening today is what's taking place amongst our own Native American people. In just the last six years there has been over a hundred percent increase in those who've accepted Jesus as their personal savior. This new way, this new hope, is indeed a Native New Day. Throughout the United States and Canada we're seeing churches being raised and being led by Native American pastors today who have chosen to give their lives in service to the Great Spirit. Hundreds of Native Americans are now realizing that Christianity is not a white man's religion, but rather the true revelation of God's matchless love revealed to our ancestors such as Manilik the old Eskimo prophet, and Chief Joseph, and many other of our great chiefs. Though they are long gone, They believed and knew about the Treaty of Peace and the Book of Heaven, which you and I now today also can accept and live by. The time has come that now we as Native Americans must take upon ourselves to share this great message of peace and deliverance that we find written in the Book of Heaven with all our people into all nations. What an exciting time to be alive. Never have we seen things happening like this before. The world is getting ready to meet the chief of chief, the king of kings, and all his heavenly hosts. The question that we need to be asking ourselves is this. Are we getting ready for that great day? Soon we are going to see a brilliant light coming from the eastern sky, which will get bigger and brighter as it comes closer and closer to the earth. This marvelous light will stretch across the heavens like the northern lights, only more glorious. The Bible says, every eye will see him. At that time, it will dawn upon every person that this is truly the greatest event of all time. As we see the signs of Jesus' return, it can no longer be business as usual. Not only are we to prepare ourselves, but we must help our children. And our family and our friends also to get ready for this great day. We don't know the exact day nor hour when Jesus is going to come again, but we do know that his coming is very near. As we studied before, when Jesus comes, there's only going to be two groups of people those who are listening for the Great Spirit to know his will. And secondly there are going to be those who will continue to go on their own way, who will not accept the treaty of peace and won't be ready for that great day. What group do you belong to? Have you accepted the great treaty of peace that Jesus offers you? You can today. Jesus says if you do, he will prepare you to stand humbly in that great day When you can look up and say, lo, this is my God, I have waited for him, and he will save me, and yes, he will. I look forward to seeing you at my next campsite. Until then, let only the good spirit guide you.